Welcome to the Doctrine Matters Podcast, where we seek to equip the church to understand and live out its faith. I'm your host, Stephen Dew. I'm the preaching pastor at South Caraway Baptist Church in Jonesboro, Arkansas. We want to thank you for joining us today, and let's get right to today's episode. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of the Doctrine Matters podcast, and I wish I could come on this episode and, well, you know what, I could come on here and say a lot of good news, and I'm going to get to some good news, but before we get to the good news, it's kind of like preaching the gospel, right? You got to have the bad news first before you get to the good news. The title of this episode is Chaos in the Sovereignty, and I know some of you may be thinking, what in the world? And that's okay. That's why I'm going to flesh this out for you, but... I've come on here and really hoping that we would see a lot better things, and I kind of knew better. Like, our world is still in shambles. I mean, it always will be right as a result of sin, but our world is just in complete and utter chaos. And we can look at these things, and it, it would be easy to find ourselves getting into uh, kind of a, a bitter state. Or if, and it is frustrating. So some of us may be in the frustrated state, but it's easy to get from a frustration to a bitterness. And if we get to a bitterness as believers, we can rest assured that we will cease to give God glory. Now, we're borderlining when we're frustrated if we don't get our frustration in check. But as we look around our country, the landscape of things that's going on, man, we have got churches that are being controlled by the government or trying to be controlled. I know that John MacArthur's church has just lost their lease on their parking. And if you've ever been to Grace Community Church in California, you know that that parking is interesting. I was there for a shepherd's conference one year and uh, we Ubered in from our hotel. But when uh, we were riding home with a friend of ours from there, riding around and and getting to see a few things and, and talking with him, we had to walk a good piece down the road to get to these different parking lots that they have leased. So this is going to be a big deal for them, and the, the the amount of people that come to that church week in and week out is unreal, especially if you don't have the parking to put them all there. It's going to be a big hurt. So we see the that L.A. County has come back and said, well, if you're going to meet, we're just going to take this away from you. And, and it's interesting that they have leased this property it it goes for over $8,000 a month. Now, I know that California and LA is, is a different breed, and I'm from the South where things don't cost that much. But still, $8,000 to rent parking is a good piece of change, and the, and the county is willing to forfeit that, uh, or they may lease it to someone. I don't know what they're planning on doing with it, but uh, that's a big chunk of change to just kind of throw away just to keep a church from meeting or, or just kind of defying this church as the church has defied the government. So... Uh, it, it's one thing after another, and then there's another church in California where I saw today they had been fined over $50,000 in just a few days for continuing to meet and sing, and uh, they say they're not providing a protocol, that they're not social distancing, that they're not wearing masks, and um, uh, we just see this happening. So then we go from the the overreach of the government to looking at things that are going on and happening in like Kenosha, Wisconsin, with the the deaths that have happened there, and how the media is just having a field day with this, with the 17 year old that took two lives. You've got the the, the original cause of the things happening in Kenosha with another shooting with uh, police involved and shooting a black man. This man hasn't died, but. 
then you look at the things surrounding this man's life, why the police were there, and uh, it's kind of likened to the George Floyd situation, and it's unfortunate that we have this in our society where we will uplift and, and held the, the one that is the criminal as a hero while the victims go unnoticed. Now, if you've been following the storylines, you know that the, the guy that was shot in, in Wisconsin, he had allegedly raped someone and, and was back and taken keys, something, and uh, just a criminal that, were, that was not doing things correctly. Now, it you know, I've I've had conversations with, uh, with with black friends of mine that have said that black people get scared when they see the cops because they don't know if they're going to get shot or not. So sometimes they run, sometimes they flee. Well, well, this guy wasn't running. He was fighting back. He was going to his car. But I'm not here. Listen, I'm not here to dissect these things because I know that everybody that's listening, we may fall on different sides of this coin. But I do see where we're lifting up. Uh, these these criminals as heroes, and we're we're allowing these things that are happen happening in in this world to further this destruction by the form of riots, which has caused the loss of more life, more property damage, more destruction, and still we find ourselves no closer to a solution than when we started. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for any time since really this pandemic has started, you know that I will tell you clearly that riots are not going to change racism, police brutality. They're not going to change those things. Uh, you can peacefully protest. There are ways that, that sometimes maybe that can get through, but really, ultimately, when you look at the grand scheme of things, peaceful protests aren't even going to change racism and police brutality and all of these other things that we have going on in our culture and our world today. All of the programs and the things that you can throw at problems will not help it. But if you have a biblical worldview, you will know the only thing that we can do to combat racism, police brutality, anything, is the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel is it is the power to save. It is the power of God to save people. And when people are saved, you know that hearts are changed. So we can't expect to throw a program at somebody and expect a wicked heart to change its racism, police brutality, and whatever else is going on in our world today. But we must throw the living word of God. And with that comes the gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ and Christ crucified. And it's ultimately God that changes people. That is the only way, in my opinion, that we reform. Now, I've always said this. I've often said this as well. We preach the gospel first, and then we can work through other things that might help, that might supplement, or not necessarily supplement, that might come alongside, but there's really nothing that can even come alongside the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the proclamation of the good news of Jesus Christ, and he alone changes hearts. But we can't see that in America. Well, believers can, but... A lot of people can't see that because they don't have a biblical worldview. They're not Christians, and even ones that profess to be Christians can't really see it because they are blinded by culture and these groups that are coming up in society thinking they have a better way to fix things. And let me just read you something really quickly from the book of Proverbs. It's in Proverbs chapter 28, verse 2. I came across this the other day. It says, When a land transgresses, it has many rulers. 
But with a man of understanding and knowledge, its stability will long continue. Here we live in a land that is sinful. It is chaotic. There are a lot of things going on. And let me just say this, as we think about the the title of today's episode is Chaos in the Sovereignty. Now, those two are separate, right? This is not God causing the chaos and confusion. This is a result of sin in our world. This confusion, this this uh, lawlessness, this chaos is a result of sin. And as Roman, or I'm sorry, Proverbs 28, 2 says, when a land transgresses or when a land sins, it has many rulers. So let's think about this for a minute. We have many rulers in this land. We have the president of the United States. We have the vice president. We have all his staff. We have all the people that work in the White House. We have Congress, Senate, mayors, governors, councilmen, uh, all of those things that encompass the ruling over a land. And not only that, when you think about governing authorities, we have to think about these other groups that think they have the best way, that think they know how to change America, they know how to change the world. And you have groups like Planned Parenthood that think they know best for young mothers or even not or even older mothers that may become pregnant. They think that they have it all figured out. You've got the Ku Klux Klan that thinks they have the best way and the best way to move forward in America. And now you have the uprising over the past few years of the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, these two things, the saying Black Lives Matter and the movement Black Lives Matter are two different things. We believe at the Dr. Matters podcast that black lives do matter because they are made in the image of God. Okay, but we denounce the godless uh, Black Lives Matter movement because it is uh, saturated in a worldly, non biblical, godless ideology that we reject, and we, we believe that it is sin, just like the Ku Klux Klan, just like Planned Parenthood. It's all sinfulness that leads to chaos. When you have multiple rulers that are all ruling some, I would give you this, some ruling from a biblical worldview and operating and leading from a biblical worldview, but many others not. So it's no wonder that this nation is a nation that is sinful because it's got too many rulers thinking they know the right way instead of a biblical way. But the rest of this verse says, but with a man of understanding and knowledge, its stability will long continue. We have people out here that are not understanding. They're not thinking clearly. They're not looking at things like the Klan or the Black Lives Matter movement or Planned Parenthood or or a presidential candidate or a mayor, a candidate for mayor or governor in their own city and state. Uh, they're not looking at things from a, a biblical worldview and a, the right understanding. They're looking at it for what can this person or what can these people best do for our country and for me when really we're not understanding exactly the, the depths of what they're trying to do. The Ku Klux Klan is trying to destroy America, which they won't tell you that, but that's what they're trying to do when they think the white is the only race there should be or, or anybody that thinks like them. The Black Lives Matter movement's doing the same thing along with Planned Parenthood, along with a bunch of governors and mayors and uh, presidential candidates and presidents and all these people in, the sta- in these staffs, and they're trying to destroy America because their ideals are different than the biblical worldview. So you got sin in the world. You got chaos. But let me just go ahead and read you the flip side of this. Chaos and the sovereignty. God is sovereign over all things, and we know that God is not a, the author of chaos and confusion. He's not a God of confusion, as we see in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. It says this, for God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. Now, 
we don't see peace in this land because we have a lot of godless people running and, and, and trying to make this place better when really they're making it worse. But all the while, a true believer can sit back and look at this, and we can say, okay, although there is chaos, there is confusion going on in our world, as a believer, one that has understood the biblical worldview, understood that God is who he says he is from his word, has been saved by grace through faith. Somebody that has this biblical worldview can sit back and have that peace that comes from God himself. He gives us a peace that surpasses all understanding, the Bible teaches us. So we see this chaos in our world. We see all of these things happening. We see all of these debates happening. We see all of these people getting mad at each other and frustrated at each other because they don't share the same principles or the same views on things. So there's there's more frustration and confusion and chaos. There's a lot of confusion when you say Black Lives Matter, but you don't support the Black Lives Matter movement. When you say, I can't say that, uh, because I don't want to support the movement, but yes, Black Lives Matter. There's so much tension. You get called racist. You get called uh, a bigot. You get called all of these types of things because you simply don't agree with somebody else's worldview. Now, that's why we as believers, we must be leading, we must be teaching, we must be proclaiming a biblical worldview because it is the only thing that is going to bring forth peace. We cannot sit back and just expect the world to get better if we're not involved and engaged in actively proclaiming and preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is the only thing that is going to fix this jacked up world. Now, some will even argue with me about that, that no, the gospel isn't what's going to change it. It's going to take people recognizing their their uh, prejudices and changing, and yes, that is part of it. People need to recognize their prejudices, but the only thing that is going to cause true internal lasting change is the gospel of Jesus Christ and the fact that we operate and live by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. We have the Word of God to propel us forward in this culture and in this, this life of chaos, and we have the power of God that has saved us to be able to boldly preach the gospel. So when we sit back and we look at the news, we look at so many things going on. If you look at the news, if you can look at, and and I'll just say this, if you watch CNN and MSNBC and all these other things, you're going to see a really biased media. And I think on Fox News as well, you'll you'll, you'll see the separation of the right and the left. I don't even know if there's any more uh, conservative right news being preached, or not preached, but put forth anymore. I mean, where can you find solid news that is unbiased and you find the truth? Because you see a lot of things that have almost been copied and pasted. You like, uh, you take this and you want to paste it in here. You take this, you paste it in here, and then you can formulate a news story to put forth whatever narrative you want. But here's the thing for believers. We do not have to put forth a narrative. The narrative has already been declared, it has been determined, and that is Christ Jesus came to this world to save sinners, and Paul says, of whom he is the foremost. And I always like to say I give Paul a run for his money there because I do feel like I am the chief of all sinners, and by God's grace, he has saved me by grace through faith. And we don't have to come up with a narrative. We don't have to shift a narrative. We just have to stay true to what God has already given us. And that is the bold proclamation of the gospel. And if you'll look, you'll start seeing where people are trying to 
close down these churches. They're trying to shut out truth. They don't like truth, but it is more important for us to stand for truth, biblical truth, now more than ever. I love the story in Acts chapter 4 where uh, the disciples are beaten. They're told not to say the name of Jesus again. They say, we can't help but say the name of Jesus. They go back and pray for boldness, and they go preach the gospel again in these cities that threaten them and tell them not to. So I, I want you as believers to not look at this world as God has forsaken it, that God is not with us anymore. Now, there is going to be coming a time where I think God will judge if he is not already using these things as a form of judgment on America, because if he doesn't judge America, he's going to have to apologize to a lot of other countries and places like Sodom and Gomorrah for judging them for their wicked sin. So that is even more importance for us as believers to be in the world preaching the gospel, proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ, and preaching and teaching the whole counsel of God. It is so important for us as believers to not only read the word, but study the word. I say this all the time so that we can go into the world, we can combat false doctrines, we can combat godless ideologies with the true word of God, whatever it may cost us, because it's going to cost us something. It's going to cost you something to follow Christ. The Bible clearly teaches us that. But I want you to know that although there is chaos, there is still a sovereign God that rules and reigns over all of his creation. I love that God has created all things. Everything is from him. It's through Jesus Christ, and it's all for the glory of God. We can see that in Romans eleven thirty six. That everything in this world, God has already predetermined before the foundations of the world. God has decreed everything that's going to happen. He knew today was going to happen. He knew what happened in Wisconsin was going to happen before the foundations of the world. He knew what was going to happen with the churches in California was going to happen before the foundations of the world. He knew that George Floyd would be killed. He would die in Minnesota before the foundations of the world. He knew all of these things were going to take place before the foundations of the world, and he is letting these things play out according to his will and purpose, and nothing is underneath his radar. There are no maverick molecules, as R.C. Sproul says. Everything is under the divine sovereignty of a holy God that is seated on his throne today, and he will be seated on his throne tomorrow and for all of eternity. So while we live in the already not yet, we also live in this chaos and confusion But we have to understand and know that God is seated on his throne. He's sovereign over it. And I say this today. I come on here and I talk about these things for you because I hear a lot of uh, Christians, a lot of circles that, uh, in Christian circles, that people are getting really upset and worried and frustrated and scared and they're freaking out. But let me tell you something. As a true believer... We don't have to freak out. We don't have to worry. Yes, we can stay up to date on the things that are going on in our culture and our world, but most importantly, we can turn these TVs off and these social media outlets off, and we need to get in the Word of God and read it and study it so that we can go into this chaotic world with the only lasting truth that we have, the only absolute truth, and that is the truth of the gospel. That is the truth of God's Word, and we can boldly proclaim it until Jesus comes back or we go home. So if you're a true believer, The Bible teaches us not to be anxious, not to be worried, but to cast these things off. So I want to encourage you to repent of that worry, that that anxiety, 
Give it to the Lord. Ask him to take it from you, and you rest in who Christ is. You rest in his word. You learn and study that word, and you proclaim that word into this lost and dying world, this land of confusion and chaos. And whatever happens, whoever becomes president in November or whenever they're inaugurated in January, whoever our president is beginning next year, whoever's elected on election night, whoever is elected mayor or governor or whoever continues to promote KKK ideology and Black Lives Matter movement ideologies and Planned Parenthood ideologies, just rest assured in knowing that God is sovereign over all of it and he is not going to allow rampant sin to continue. So, we need to be a people, a believing church, a people, the universal church that is on our faces in repentance to the Lord for our sin, for our, the sin of our nation. And we need to be boldly preaching the gospel so that others will begin to repent of the sins of the nation. So I just want to encourage you today. I know this is a shorter podcast than normal, but I want to encourage you to remain faithful in the chaos because the chaos is not from God. It's a result of sin. And our God is sovereign over everything that is happening in this world today. So look at what's going on, but look past it to a good and holy and sovereign God who is seated on his throne. And one day he's sending his son Jesus back to make this all new. So if you are not a believer, if you're not a true believer, if you're kind of like freaking out a little bit and and maybe you realize you're not a true believer, then I just want to encourage you to repent and believe the gospel. Acknowledge that you have sinned against a holy God and that you confess that to him, seek forgiveness for that sin. You turn and put your faith in Christ. And the Bible says those that believe in their heart and confess with their mouth that Jesus is Lord, they will be saved. There is not a prayer you can repeat. There is not a, a, a magical thing that goes on inside of you just by repeating a prayer or saying a, a, a formulized prayer. There is nothing that you can do by walking an aisle that saves you. There is nothing that a preacher can do to save you. The only thing a preacher can do and needs to do is open his mouth and preach and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. And to do so... Uh, the gospel goes forth. And the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So uh, be faithful in preaching. And if you aren't saved, I pray that you would repent and believe the gospel today. If you have any more questions, any more thoughts, any more concerns, you can feel free to reach out to me at the Doctrine Matters Podcast. And that email address is doctrinematterspodcast.com at gmail.com. It's all lowercase. So doctrinematterspodcast at gmail.com. I'll be happy to help you and uh, answer any questions you may have. I had a gracious listener send me several questions and, and things that they were uh, dealing with and concerned about, and I was able to help, hopefully help them in uh, their issues and things that are going on. So feel free to do that as well. And if you are not a believer and want to know more about what it looks like to become a Christian, uh, I'd love to hear from you. If you have become a Christian recently and need some resources, I'd love for you to reach out. Uh, so feel free to do those things, Doctrine Matters Podcast at gmail.com, and just know that we serve a holy, perfect, righteous God, and none of this is taken him by surprise. He is not a God of chaos and confusion, but one of peace. Rest in that peace that only God can give you through the Holy Spirit. Until next time, you guys have a great day, and God bless. <laughs>